Welcome to the Second Course Podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Hey everyone, it is time again for another episode of the Second Course Podcast, the podcast of Coppell Bible Fellowship, where we get to sit down together as your pastoral team and talk about the message from this past Sunday. Maybe provide a few more insights or answer some of the questions you might have. But I am here with Bart Keff and Michael, our little dream team for today uh, that is ready to go. Fresh off our spring break. Uh, yeah. I've been, so, called, I've been called a lot of things. Dream team is not one of them. The dream oh. team. So how are you guys? Nightmare team. That would be a nightmare team. Closer to it. Oh. Man, I'm, I'm doing great. You're feeling, doing great. Feeling good. Well, right. well. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, you have a good spring break? I did. It was a lot of yeah. I took one of those uh, staycation uh, work trip. Uh, oh, here we go. Spring breaks where I sat around and I didn't sit around, but I had some projects I needed to get done uh, to serve my family. There you go. Did were. you succeed? I did actually. Awesome. Uh, one well left, but uh, it's been too cold and too busy to finish that one. So we we got some outside. You got work. a good start there though. You got so a good start. Got a great right. start. Wait for spring. Yeah. Okay. So, Barkef, you were out there in the you know great southern wilderness of I was, Georgia. I was. I got together with all uh, nine of us got together. So we have two new in-laws, and it was a wonderful time. That's awesome. It's a wonderful time good in Georgia. Good pictures, too. Saw those online. They were good pictures. I've not seen those pictures. I have no idea. What <laughs> you weren't are. in them. That's why they're <laughs> that's good. That's exactly <laughs> talk, to, talk, to, talk to Sarah. She's got Sarah's got the pics. <laughs> okay, the I'll talk to my Sarah. Um, well... Yeah. Continuing in First Peter, man, we're almost to the uh, we're almost to the end of it. Coming mm-hmm. down to the line, we're coming down to got, the line. Got a couple and, more to go, and we'll be done. All right, and uh, so let's let's just go. So uh, bring us up to speed. Where are we right now? Uh, we stepped into chapter five, and that follows, of course, the end of four. And Michael did a fantastic job in those last few verses in chapter four, where we were encouraged with the reality that although we know we're going to suffer, make sure mm-hmm. in this fallen world that when we suffer, we suffer for righteousness' sake, not not uh, suffering because of something we've done wrong. Mm-hmm. And knowing that we go through suffering in this life, uh, Peter's brought that up 16 times. One time he uses the word trial instead. Mm-hmm. And so he says, look, when you're going through this, uh, just know that God has not left you alone. He's left some leaders among you, some men that are prepared and to be used to help shepherd the sheep, and we discussed that. So uh, Peter is honing in on what the responsibilities of the shepherds are within the church body. Uh, And in the process, of course, he touches on what we're all about, mm-hmm. that we're all to be available to those under our sphere of influence, that we want to be those who care about uh, those uh, who we have an opportunity to influence. And he uses uh, the whole picture of the shepherd and the sheep, and we talked about the fact <laughs> that that's not a compliment, <laughs> nope. that when you're talking about sheep, you're not you're not saying something positive. In fact, uh, even from Old Testament times, Isaiah put it this way, all of us like sheep have gone astray. Mm-hmm each of us to uh, turn to his own way. And that, that is our tendency. We had a really cute video that uh, had gone viral that I got a chance to show where a shepherd is struggling really all in. He's literally doused himself in mud as he's pulling this sheep out of this ditch. He gets the sheep out of the ditch and he's trying to fix the fence. And before he can uh, turn the, turn around and fix the fence, the sheep is turned around and run back <laughs> right, right back right into back the in- ditch, which is just like us. Oh, and uh, I had a chance to say, now, 
uh, as all of our church families watching it, I didn't want them to think that I'm implying that that's you. <laughs> but it is an excellent parenting but, metaphor. But, but, but rather, that's your pastoral team and your elders, yeah. and uh, picture that shepherd there as being Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones that if we don't hold each other accountable, mm-hmm. if we're not there for each other, if not involved in one another's lives, that we'll be just like that sheep and mm-hmm. we'll fall right back in that ditch. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be the blind leading the blind because mm-hmm. you know our job is to be the overseers, those who help one another as we're struggling to rise above the situation, see the bigger picture, one of the reasons we're called overseers Mm -hmm. in the text. And that, you know, that's that's really where he's going. And so we talked about being servant leaders because uh, Scripture clearly talks and describes that that's who all believers are to be when Jesus says, even the Son of Man referencing himself did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. And we talked about the idea of always maturing, always growing. And Peter will hit that really hard in Second Peter when he talks about growing in the grace and the knowledge mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ as you grow in your faith. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we don't ever want to be those who stop growing. Yeah. And that's, that's not just for the person in the pew. That's specifically for the leaders. We want to continually be growing. And so we're encouraging one another in that. And finally, we want to be those who realize even in serving one another— yeah. It's really Jesus that we're serving, mm-hmm. and if we'll keep our eyes on that, that that'll help us to continue to humbly pursue growth in Christ. Mm-hmm. So that's where we went, and yeah. hopefully it was encouraging the folks, and we'll see. Yeah. I think it, it's important for us to kind of make sure people do understand as shepherds, mm-hmm. um, we are, you know, as overseers and, and those, you know, all those titles that we're very much like those sheep, which is almost a difficult thing to comprehend kind of in the the place we are, the area we are, because there really is the reality of uh, pastors kind of being elevated to this right. this position. Or, exactly. And, and not saying that they're pursuing that, but it's real easy to fall into that. Um, you know, the, here's this individual who has reached this point. Mm-hmm. That if I can just be like them, right, where right. it's, you know, it might be the other way around. They're a lot more like you. <laughs> exactly. The person sitting, I mean, they are. They're just like you sitting in the seat. Um, and again, this is a maturing process. And so when he talks about, you know, that we should set an example, we're going to be those who are, are serving voluntarily, mm-hmm. uh, not for sordid gain, as he puts it. Uh, one, the Old Testament, I mean, the, the uh, New King James and the Old King James says, not for filthy lucre. I love that terminology. <laughs> That's <a> great. <laughs> Should have kept that one. going to work that into regular conversation. Filthy yeah. lucre, right. But the idea is that we should set an example. The question is, what kind of example? Yeah. Well, the an- example of humility, mm-hmm. the example of putting other people's needs ahead of our own. And that's what he's talking about. And I think we're really blessed uh, here at Coppell Bible that we have a pastoral team and we have nine lay elders. And so we have really a plurality of leadership to help one another stay grounded in the reality that we mm-hmm. all have clay feet and yeah. we need each other. And there is no grand poopah in the mix mm-hmm. here. We're all, we're all uh, level at the foot of the cross and we have been called to continue to grow and encourage one another to grow. Well, even case in point, last night there was an elder meeting. Yeah. And at the elder meeting, the executive team was at this one and Billy Sewell, an elder, mm-hmm. gave a devotion 
and it was very challenging. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was very awesome. convicting. And it was to yeah, think was about awesome. really was. for all of us to pause and go, wow, this is something that is so applicable and so true and something that's needed. And so that's just one small piece of what you're talking about. But I thought this portrayed your sermon. Like Absolutely. we're coming together for the sake of what does the Lord want to do here at our church? Yeah. Right. And before we kick it off, let's open up the Bible and let's be challenged by it. And can we all accept this challenge to, to live this way? And mm-hmm. so I just thought it was a wonderful job that he did, but also it paints what you're what you're just talking about. Absolutely. We need each other, and mm-hmm. we need each other to to stay grounded in the truth and the reality that we do need each other. And we were put into a family for a reason. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I'm just I'm personally encouraged by it. And as usual, as you guys know, <laughs> when you give a sermon, you're really sharing the leftovers <laughs> because really God's drilling down on you, and yeah. then you're trying to okay, what yeah. part of this can can be helpful to others mm-hmm. as well? So no, I agree. Yeah. Now I, I I enjoyed it. You know, it's it's interesting for anyone uh, in in talking about how we're to put others before us, and and one of the things early on, you know, it was interesting the first time when I was in ministry full time. The first time that uh, I realized that this is going to be more than just sitting there speaking to people <laughs> and being admired, mm. which you know, of course, that's ridiculous. I was so young. That is funny. That is that's funny, funny, right? Stuff right and there. and when right. you find out that in order and somebody said this to me one time, they said, you know, if you're going to be a servant, sometimes you're gonna get treated like one. Mm, yeah, and I, that's reality. That's mm-hmm. reality. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's also where people came around me, mm-hmm. uh, those who had more wisdom than me to to uh, redirect my thinking of, yes, this is exactly... I mean, you look at Jesus. He served. Right. And yet it wasn't like everybody everybody he encountered respected him. Right. And, you know, they, right. they mistreated him. And ultimately, yet, as we know, he, he was arrested and went to the cross. And so there's this picture of we serve regardless of people's response to us. Right. And that's, exactly I, that's right. something that has always uh, really kind of sat in, in his, you know, as we talk about... Uh, the you know having devotions together and that convicting like man that is that's mm-hmm. that's your weakness man is expecting something when you're supposed to serve regardless absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely it's Christ who we serve and I also found encouraging during the study and preparation is to remember where Peter started mm-hmm. in his ministry and how he nearly finished in his ministry mm-hmm. yeah. the night in which Jesus <laughs> was betrayed and there where Jesus again shows that overabundance of grace uh-huh. to mm-hmm. reinstall him, not to salvation, because you never mm-hmm. lost the salvation, but to reinstall him into ministry. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, the whole idea that it's not where you start that counts, mm-hmm. yeah. it's how you finish. Mm-hmm. And here we have Peter in both uh, First and Second Peter finishing well. Mm-hmm. And, and you can see the level of humility that he's gained, and that obviously is the key to the whole picture. So, yeah, I love that you brought that out, because <clears throat> I, I was thinking through that too on uh, I think maybe even in my sermon two weeks ago, I mentioned Peter denying Christ and mm-hmm. and how he learned that lesson, and we need to learn from him on how to handle that adversity and that mm-hmm. trial because because he actually later on in his life he got the chance. I, I used your term, the do over. Mm-hmm. He got the chance uh, to to not renounce Christ, and mm-hmm. because of that, he was martyred, obviously. And and tradition tells us it was on a cross like Christ, but he was like, I'm not worthy to die the way he did, so can you do it upside down? So just the fact that he learned that, you can see from where he fell hard, mm-hmm. and everyone knows it because it's written in yeah, the Bible and everyone yep. preaches on it, mm-hmm. but then where he finished, mm-hmm. and to see that process and to go, I just love that you brought it out, because that is so true. So many people that just get so bogged down on the bad things that's happened in their life. Mm. 
that get beat up, that feel isolated, mm-hmm. that feel that God doesn't love them anymore. Right. And right. that's just not true. No. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. if you think about it, it's like, okay, were you ever face to face with Jesus? Basically saying, Jesus, you have no idea what you're talking about. I love you so much. I would die for you. And then just a few minutes later, denying him to his face. Right. Um, I've probably said you don't know what you're talking about plenty <laughs> yeah, of times. Right. To Jesus. Face to face. Yeah. Right, right. And then, but now to know that that you changed and, and you learned and you grew from that and you trusted and, mm-hmm. and you weren't a wounded dog that once you were hurt, you were in the corner cowering. But Jesus showed back up to Peter. He shows back up to you. He wants you back in, in a relationship with him. And Jesus gracefully uh, shows us that, hey, I don't want you to stay in that corner. I want you to stay down. I want you to get back up. There's plenty of life left to go. And so the fact that even this book we're going through is from a guy who failed epically. Exactly. And we're learning from that. It's like, well, take that to heart because that's that's applicable to us. And I think, you know, of course, that has been that thread, obviously, that we know ties it together. But... Just being reminded consistently from the very first message in this series was mm-hmm. about okay, let's talk about Peter. Right mm-hmm. here's a guy in in, in a very relatable mm-hmm. element. You know, there's portions <clears throat> of his life that you know. Well, I don't know what that's like, but man, I know what that's like. <laughs> right. You know, there's that that real real humanity to him, and and you know, this is a real person. This isn't mm-hmm. just some. You know, superhero, superhero, imaginary figure. This is a dude, you know, and he messed up and he got to experience great victories through Christ. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But at the same time, he got to experience some failures through himself. Mm. Absolutely. And, you know, so there's that, you know, for each of us. You, you can find something and say, "Yeah, I know. Ex- yeah, I know what that feels like." Well, even just seeing the, his pastoral heart and how it changed over time, and he's writing to these people, and yeah. like in my verse last mm. week, it was he started with beloved, and you just mm. see this, like, "Hey, I've learned." Yeah, I thought that was really well done the way you you drew that out, and how uh, when Satan is tempting. Jesus, he he leaves out yeah. that key phrase to understand that God the, just told it Jesus, just <laughs> said, "You're yeah. my beloved." That was really and really then well Satan done. Satan yeah. comes in and doesn't say that, and so here you have Peter. Just it, you just see this heart of like, man, I've been broken, mm-hmm. and and it's trials came. And, and I didn't do the thing I should have done in them, mm-hmm. and it broke me, and it wasn't fun, and it's weighty. Mm. But what I realized is for all the believers, yeah. trials are coming for you. Mm-hmm. Things are going to happen. It's for your benefit. You got to trust that the Lord is going to get you through it, and you need exactly. to rely on Him. Mm-hmm. And then the beautiful part of His writing is then, hey, it's uh, it, that still feels almost isolated. What you're telling me, I'm going to go through trials, but then last week's sermon, your sermon Sunday mm-hmm. was, yeah, but now you have overseers too that you need to rely on as well right. to help them guide you through this. And they'll be there for you. And so I just thought the way He's writing this book, and then getting into Second Peter, but the way He's writing this book, you just see this pastoral heart and this care. Yeah, and maybe definitely. it's fresh for me because I'm coming on one year being on staff here. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously done ministry, but but not uh, the title pastor. And yeah. so I just feel a little bit of that happening. I, I was even at lunch with a guy today and I said, uh, he said, how long have you been on staff now? And I said, a year. And I go, you know what's funny is I talked to Barkef, I don't know if you remember this, a year ago. And I said, man, it was my first sermon I preached once on staff because mm-hmm. I've preached a few times before. But right. I said, I wonder how my heart will change towards these people. They're not just a face or yeah. a name, mm-hmm. but they're a story. They're a life. They're mm-hmm. a sheep. They're, they're exactly. something that the Lord brought. Part of the and, fold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and over this year, I've, and so even in my preparation, mm-hmm. I've felt that 
towards these people and, mm-hmm. and what the Lord's doing in my heart. So mm-hmm. maybe that's where I read this and, and can sense mm-hmm. Peter in this and go, oh, wow, I feel kind of connected to him in that aspect. So anyway, it's just cool how the Lord is moving even in my life as a pastor through in the Bible series or the, the book he brought us to, mm-hmm. Your Sermon Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's all connected, and I'm just grateful Yeah, it for goes it. back to all ministry is relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you, and and never more so than in the in the pastorate mm-hmm. that you realize this is about relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we, if you can keep that in mind as you're meeting with folks, as you're about your daily business, certainly as you're about preparing to teach. Right. God really brings that to your heart and mind and, and now your heart's in it. Mm-hmm. Not that your heart wasn't in ministry earlier. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about recognize, ooh, I have some responsibility now. Yeah. And then you feel that healthy weight, which is I think why I mean, obviously mm-hmm. through the divine inspiration of the Holy Spirit, but why Peter's writing this. And he's like, hey, mm-hmm. you are dispersed, you mm-hmm. are hurting, you're my people, mm-hmm. and I want you to be encouraged, and I Amen. don't want you to feel defeated. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want you, I want you to know these truths. Absolutely. And so, and not be shocked by them, and to see the, the way the Lord set up the church, or, or even just ministry to happen with these overseers and these other spiritually mature people who maybe aren't even going through a trial right now until you can right. rely on them heavily. Absolutely. But there may be a time they are and they need to rely on That's you. Right. You know, so <laughs> it's just you see this desire and this help. It reminds me of the song, very well known song, Lean on Me, right? <laughs> right? Classic, no. classic. That's classic. That's exactly that's, what it that's, is. That's very biblical song, whether he knew it or not. Well, and and you know, you've got Peter here. You know, sometimes it's really easy to think, okay, when they're writing this letter, they have arrived. Right. And then you consider the life after he wrote this, right? Mm-hmm. That he's still learning. Absolutely, he's still growing. In, right. in, in this great letter, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's going to write this, and, and we're oh man, that's super powerful. And yet he's still learning. He's still learning. Still struggling. Still struggling. We're still doing learning. It together. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he's got those who he leans on, and he's got people right. surrounding him, the people that care. And you know, you were talking back to about our you know ministry is relationship, and you think about that. We're all brought together to a church body, unified because of Jesus Christ, right. and a foundation he's laying through our relationships mm-hmm. for a church to be thriving. Absolutely, and uh, to be healthy, and that. As you pointed out, was are you willing to put people ahead of yourself exactly. in everything? Exactly. That's the foundation of your of your local church, mm-hmm. you know, and really everywhere is Jesus is working through us. So, right. um, well, and the, the other flip side of it is we know what's happening in, at this day. We know what's yeah. about to happen to them with Nero mm-hmm. and right. persecutions mm-hmm. and blaming Christians for burning Rome and all these things. And so, how much more important is it to us to go, oh, well, we don't know what's coming in our life tomorrow or a year right. from now, but we still need to have this heart and this mentality because it's going to pay dividends in the future. So, instead exactly. of backing out and not serving or, or not having this heart for people and not mm-hmm. sharing when we feel mm-hmm. like we should... Man, we should, not just because that moment calls for it, but who knows what the next moment needs. Absolutely. And so he's writing this book about fiery trials whenever fiery trials are literally about to come to them. And Mm -hmm. maybe he knew that. Maybe the Holy Spirit prophetically was using that terminology for that purpose. But either way, he still followed what the Lord had for him. He still shared. He still cared. He still showed up. He still wrote. Mm -hmm. And so for us, I look at that as me being a pastor going, 
what are times I've not, I've been led by the spirit and then stopped, right. not said the thing I should have said or <laughs> say something I shouldn't have said, right. whatever it may be. Um, and so just thinking about that in the future, what's coming down the road that I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. If I was to share something, even on stage when I'm preaching that this will be applicable in a year right. or that they may remember right. in a year, mm-hmm. this, this will pay later on. It may not, they may not know it right now, yeah. but it could be applicable. So, and I just think we know what's coming with the right. believers there. And we know what's coming for us at the end mm-hmm. of the Bible. Um, we, we know what life's going to be like. And so anyway, it just it paints a reality of like, man, we need to hone in on this, this serve and share and be a part of and give. And and so anyway, this has been excellent sermon series. Yeah. Well, we got what? Two weeks? Two more to go. Two more to go. We got, we we got Easter coming. We got Easter's, <laughs> yep, Easter's coming up. In Here fact, we, go. we got a lot of cool things happening. We do, yeah. Um, if you were, well, we're going to be talking specifically about it this Sunday, but yeah, Easter's around the corner, Good Friday's around the corner. And if you've been here for a while, you know that we've done a Good Friday service in previous years. This year, we're going to do something a little different. Mm. And uh, instead of a traditional uh, Good Friday service like we've done in the past, and, and which you know, those are incredibly powerful. Yes. Incredibly powerful. Mm. And as we were brainstorming, we thought, what if we were able to uh, help provide, uh, for lack of a better word, an experience for families and individuals to come through together to spend that time in reflection, because that really is Good Friday. Right. Good Friday is about us recognizing, reflecting, and thinking about the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. And so um, on Good Friday from 5 to 8, we are going to open up the doors of the church. Come and go as you please. Um, spend as much time as you want, but it mm. will be a time of prayer. It will mm-hmm. be a time of reflection, uh, culminating with an opportunity to sit uh, in a garden environment, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to look at the cross and look at the the tomb and take communion, mm-hmm. uh, as a like I said, as a family, as friends, or individually, um, or as a life group, or as a life that group, one, that'd sure. be good. Mm-hmm. Bring your life group. Uh, the, the The staff will be here. The pastors will be here mm-hmm. to uh, to just kind of. Uh, help, you know, and if you're like, hey, I'm not comfortable going through by myself, we're happy to Absolutely. to spend that time. Yeah, we with will, you. we will lie. lead you through. We'll that. lead you through yeah. it. Um, it's nothing to be a, nothing to be nervous about. Nothing to think. Oh, this is. It's just going to be really special. Yeah, and, we're just trying uh, to create an experience that's a little different, but also puts you there and and yeah. in so many ways and use the senses God gave us to yep. help create that we experience. Got some, we got some. We got some cool ideas. I yeah, think. I'm glad and you didn't share all of them. I'm not sharing because them. there's some just cool things. Coming. That's it. I'm yeah, not yeah. sharing. Them. We got the lasers though. They're coming. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. <laughs> no lasers. Um, and then you know that's gonna that's gonna transfer into Sunday. That mm-hmm. whole environment, and, mm-hmm. and we're excited because we're gonna be able to incorporate that into Sunday morning, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Easter Sunday. So, um, but it's a big weekend. You know, we got opportunities for family to come on Saturday and have mm-hmm. a just a nice relaxed picnic and Easter egg hunt. Mm-hmm. We want that to be a time where it's not chaos, but it's a time to be there as friends and family mm-hmm. and just uh, enjoy, you know, hopefully, what's going to be a beautiful day on Saturday. And all that stuff will be coming through emails, and we'll be announcing emails it. And, You'll get all the everything yeah. time-wise and all of that coming mm-hmm. in the next so, week or two. And then we'll pick back up in, uh, well, the next series right after Easter, right? <laughs> I'm not right. going to give it away. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I won't give it away. Park has like, you got nothing to give away. <laughs> I'm kidding. We already know. We already know. Um, But, uh, well, hopefully, uh, again, that this series has been a blessing to you. It has helped you grow. I know for each of us as the pastoral team, we're learning. Absolutely. Um, We're learning and uh, just being around each other and and hearing 
you know, in the days leading up to the sermon, here's what I'm learning. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. You know, it's here's just where we're going. It's Absolutely. really cool to see that. So mm-hmm. until next week when we're back with a – Michael, are you preaching this coming week? Barkev so, <laughs> gave me a look just then, like, do Bar-Kev you want to preach? I was hoping you were going to say yes yeah, to that. Like trick him and just like say, oh, yeah, If Michael. you would have just said, if I Michael, just you're said, preaching this week, and I'd have been like, yeah. you're preaching this weekend, you'd have been, oh, yeah, sure. Um, no, we, uh, <laughs> no, up this week, and uh, we look forward to seeing you. Um, that was and, good. That uh, was priceless. I was. I almost had him. You did. You're that, you that close. I had to yeah. glance at Barkef. I was like, "Is there some deal y'all worked out before this?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you need me, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. yeah. I'll, I'll in. serve it, man. I'll <laughs> That's do it. Right. That's right. Well, until next time. Hey, thanks for listening, and uh, we hope to see you Sunday uh, to worship with us, to be in God's word with us. And if we're unable to see you, then we will see you soon. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you.